We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, everyone, to another installment of the Orange and Blue View. I'm one of the co-hosts, Ron White. I have my partner in crime with me, Dylan Von Arks, joining me on this lovely Saturday. How are you doing today, Dylan? Not too bad. Just uh, going through the motions of working and coming here to talk Broncos, man. Yes, yes. Our favorite topic, the Denver Broncos. Um, Of course, we have quite a few things, interesting trade proposals to get into tonight. And obviously, we can talk about, you know, maybe some of the things that happened in the Senior Bowl and other news. But before we get into that, we just want to um, say hey to a few folks here in the chat. We got David Yunkin coming in. Um, always coming in. Thank you very much, David. He says, evening, everyone. Hope everyone is having a great weekend. We have to live in the here and now. And realistic, it might put us in the hole for some years to come. Yes, that 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 that's a very true statement, David. Um, and again, thank you for coming in. And we will get into um, so, some of those uh, conversations as it pertains to the here and now um, that we have. And Looks like you have a birthday as well, my man. Okay. Um, David says, getting ready to have a late dinner with the wife for my birthday. Well, happy birthday, David. Happy um, birthday, hope it, my man. Yeah, hopefully you had um, have a great day. Hopefully the dinner is great. Um, and again, cheers to being 21 yet again. That's <laughs> 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 great. All righty. All right. And then let's see um, who else we have in the chat. We got Todd Ostendorf coming in. He says, hello, Ron, Dylan, and Broncos country. Hello to you as well, Todd. And hopefully you are doing well today. And then we got Rip Ty coming in. It says, evening, Broncos country. Hashtag Buckham. Yes. Um, again, again, Rip Ty, thank you for coming in. Uh, we appreciate you um, coming in and David with another comment that says, I'm not watching the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I know, guys. It's another Super Bowl, another time that the Chiefs are in it. Um, I, just, I just hope that the 49ers can take care of business on next Sunday. Because <laughs> we just cannot have, you know, the, the, the Chiefs passing us when it comes to the, the little Super Bowl trophy. So pull, pulling for that 49ers victory. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Let's see who else we have um, in the chat here. All right. So I think we want to get to um, Dylan. And this is kind of what the chat has been referring to or referencing some of it. 
Um, so over the past few days, Bleacher Report has put together, I believe it was their scouting department, has put together a variety of trade proposals um, as it relates to the Denver Broncos. Um, so I know uh, that there are a few in the chat have been talking about my article, and, that, and that's the one I want to start with. Um, so let me pull that up while um, I get into the the article from David Yonkin. Yes. And again, thank you, David, for pointing that out, the trade Jerry Judy for cornerback J.C. Horn. Um, so what pro- what Bleacher Report proposed for um, this uh, trade was for obviously the Denver Broncos to receive, uh, you know, J.C. Horn and a 2025 fourth round pick. And then in exchange, the Panthers um, would get Jerry Judy. Now, Horn, and I put in the article, Horn is, he's, 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 he's a good player. He's a solid corner. He has great ball hawking skills, Dylan, very aggressive. Um, but the concern are the injuries. He hasn't been healthy ever. I don't think he's played a full season, I don't believe, ever since he got into the league. And remember, everyone, he was drafted the slot before Patrick Sertan. <laughs> um, so in that draft, a lot of people had him rated as, you know, the top corner. And again, you know, we know now that the, the tape doesn't, doesn't lie. So my thoughts on the trade is, you know, it, it wasn't bad on the surface. It's just a matter of you're getting an injury-prone player another injury-prone player. And that has bitten the Broncos so many times, Dylan. You know, plucking from the tree of other teams, you know, injury history. And I just don't see – my, my thing is you might as well just go ahead in the draft and, and get a corner as opposed to getting J.C. Horn. Um, but, again, guys, it's on milehighhuddle.com. Please go ahead and uh, look at it if you already have. But, again, great player. It's just that injury concern history concerns me for sure. What are your thoughts there, Dylan? Yeah, I mean, the Broncos definitely need uh, a second corner. Uh, Damari Mathis really hasn't shown out. Traded basically two third-round picks for Riley Moss. He didn't even see the field. So yeah. we don't really know what we have at that uh, CB2 spot. Uh, Horn, I think, could fit really good in this defense. Like you said, he's aggressive in ball hawking and that's kind of a nice uh, counter to uh, Sertan because he's not necessarily a ball hawk. He'll like shut down the field. So if the guy on the other side could flip uh, flip your uh, offense onto the field, that's that's great. But uh, the compensation, I believe, is Jerry Judy in a uh, straight up for a JC in a fifth. And um, yeah, I think uh, trading Jerry could definitely get that done. Uh, he's around. I would say you maybe get a fourth, maybe a fifth round pick. So you just kind of have to weigh, would you rather have that fourth or fifth round pick, or do you get a player that you could take a shot on, like a lottery ticket, if you will? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, what, you know, if if they pick up the phone, try to make something happen with 
with the Panthers as it relates to J.C. Horn. I, I just, again, you know, we've already seen from the Broncos, you know, the injuries as it relates to that position, right? K1 Williams, mm-hmm. for example, right out for the season. Um, and it's bitten them in the past, you know, uh, Darby, you know, mm-hmm. seasons ago was in. So, you know, it's, you know, I, I want the Broncos to kind of move on from getting a lot of those players and, you know, think about just drafting um, a, a corner. Cause it, you know, you're right. Damari Mathis, you know, that first year was, was great, but it was just a big drop off um, this season for sure. And, you know, Jaquan McMillan has come into his own. Um, again, that that was a nice find. He has outkicked his coverage for sure. But um, to kind of get that sidekick to PS2, you mentioned it, that as great as Sertan is, you know, he will take care of the opposing team's number one receiver. But, you know, I would like to see more aggression, more trying to take the ball away. Um, and we haven't really gotten that from Sertan. But I know what you guys can get. You guys can get some Little Caesars. (laughs) (laughs) So Little Caesars, the official pizza sponsor of the NFL, knows football fans love a great game and a great deal. So we're tossing out a challenge and calling it Pick 6 for Slices and Sticks. If there's a pick six doing Super Bowl 58, fans who accepted the challenge on our app will get a free slices and sticks, period. Little Caesars has partnered with NFL legend Derek Brooks of the Tampa Bay Bucks because he knows all about the pick six, having returned one during Super Bowl 37. That play led to a 44-yard touchdown and a win for the Buccaneers. So accept the challenge today and win some pizza. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. And then um see a lot of quarterback talk here. So I'll get into um William here. William Catalano. Thank you, William, for coming in, my man. Much appreciated. He says, I want Knicks honestly. Shouldn't have to move up for him much, if any. So we won't have to waste more picks. We have to get him, and I think he is decent. What are your thoughts on on Bo Nix? I, I know you I know we talked about him briefly. Um, I believe it was a pod or two ago, Dylan. But mm-hmm. I, I guess, and now, you know, now that the Senior Bowl game has happened and we've kind of gotten to see him there, what what, what are your thoughts there as it pertains to, to Knicks? 
I mean, would you think he's a good fit for this offense? I know he does have some qualities, obviously, that Sean Payton would be looking for, but I, I guess what 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 were you thinking on as it pertains to him? Yeah, I, I remember we had a conversation about like the uh, the second tier quarterbacks after the, mm-hmm. the the top three, and uh, initially I had JJ McCarthy as that next guy because I, I like some of his tools, but I've kind of come around on Nick's. Don't I like him still? I don't love him, <laughs> but uh, in this Sean Payton offense, I could definitely see him uh, succeeding. Yeah, uh, he's got some mobility to him. Gets his reads out. Not the strongest arm, but a good arm. Uh, you know, you always want a, a, a decent arm in the NFL. Elite, if you can get elite, that's great. But I think he's got a solid arm. Um, yeah, I I don't know if I'm comfortable taking him at 12. I'm not sure he's even in the first round, but you never know with quarterbacks. They usually go higher than they they're valued. So, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't hate uh, Knicks coming to the Broncos. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't hate it. I, I think I, – I just don't think the Broncos should try to get him at 12. No. I just think 12 is is just too rich for my blood. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe looking with the trade partner to trade a few spots back, you know, pick up um, some more draft capital and get him there if he's there. But I, I, I just think 12 for Knicks is, is just too rich. I would say, you know, I am coming around more on Bo Nix because um, I would say, you know, around sometime last year, I wasn't the, the biggest fan. I'm like, mm, it's a predictable Oregon offense. You know, he doesn't really move the needle much for me. There's not a lot of deep yeah. shots. Yeah, he makes his read. It's kind of that horizontal quick game, you know, side to side screen. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, uh, but now that I'm kind of watching more, um, you know, even from the senior bowl, it like I said, he's still not perfect by any means. No. Um, but he he's growing on me. So again, I, I wouldn't hate the pick William. Um, I just don't want to well definitely don't want to move up for him. And yes. I don't want to stay put for him i would like to trade back and then get him if he's there mm-hmm. definitely just just depends on where he's at and where right. we take him yep yep but yeah good 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 comment there william appreciate it all right let's see who else we have um another comment here william thank you <laughs> i kind of wish we could get something for judy and get a decent tight end or wide receiver for that pick or something yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, where, I guess, how other teams view Judy. Like, what what is his worth? Because, you know, the production in Denver just it just hasn't been there consistently at all. And I would say you can probably maybe get a third or fourth for, for Judy. Probably definitely a fourth. Maybe a third. Um, for Jerry Judy, um, but yeah, I think I, I think William having a more than decent tight end or wide receiver w- would help this offense. You know, I've been saying it all along that the Broncos need a number two standout wide receiver. You know, we you know the quarterback just can't be throwing those deep balls to Cortland Sutton. It's great to see him make those plays. 
You know, we, we love to see Cortland Sutton comes on with those balls for sure. But when when he is covered, who else or out of the game, who else is going to step up? And so, again, we I would like to have another receiver on the team. And, you know, chances are we're going to draft one for sure and look in free agency. But, you know, that's also, you know, they they need to step up as far as Marvin Mims, right? Brandon Johnson, right? Um, so those are folks that can maybe come in and try to step up. And as far as the tight is in, tight end is concerned, William, I think everyone has been screaming for their you know the Broncos to have their own version of Kelsey or George Kittle or Mark Andrews <laughs> or mm-hmm. Sam Laporta. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it would be nice. You know, again, if if the Broncos shock us all and move up a few spots in the draft to to get Brock Bowers, honestly, guys, I would not hate it. <laughs> I would not hate it. Um, but, yeah, the, your, your point is well taken here where the Broncos definitely need to look at adding a few more um, pass catchers, specifically at tight end, um, mm-hmm. to kind of stretch this offense. Yeah, definitely. There's a uh, it's gonna be this is a deep receiver draft as it seems like the receiver drafts get more talented each year. Um, there's some tight ends I like. There's one in particular out of the senior bowl. He's like a H back slash tight end, uh, Theo Johnson, I believe, out of Penn yeah, State. Theo. Yeah, he looks he looks pretty interesting. Be a guy to get later, but uh, yeah, it's just some explosion. Some whether it's a tight end or a wide receiver, we need someone to take some pressure off of Cortland. Assuming he's still here. You know, trade rumors yeah. flying everywhere this time of year, especially a team who missed playoffs and whatnot and salary cap hell. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, that, that is that is true. If he's still here, we're, we're all hoping that, you know, Cortland Sutton um, sticks around um, because need that leadership, need that veteran presence um, in the in the room. And, of course, with then who knows, even with Tim Patrick, Dylan, right? Mm-hmm. You know, him coming from that injury, even if he's going to remain around, right? So a lot, lot of different questions as it pertains to the, the, the tight end room. Okay, guys, so the next um, the next uh, trade proposal um, from the Bleacher Report scouting department was the Broncos trading for Giants Aziz Ojolari. Um, so... Um, Jalari um, recorded um, about eight sacks in his rookie um, season, um, but he did it did decrease um, in each year um, when he was drafted in 2021. Um, so his contract um, in the final four year uh, in the final year of his four year contract, um, he has about 6.8 million, um, and of course the Giants are speculating that he can be a potential trade candidate, and they mentioned that the Denver Broncos could could be a viable option for him. Um, the article doesn't really get into some of the trade compensation, um, unfortunately, but um, I guess what do you think there, Dylan, as far as um, edge, um, edge is concerned? Uh, you know, I guess would you consider, probably need to consider both, looking at the draft for sure, getting, getting that, Von, getting your own Von Miller, getting your elite pass rusher, or would you even try to look at other teams and and scout, you know, the field and see who's out there 
and maybe make some phone calls. What what do you what are you thinking as far as the edge group is concerned? Um, yeah, definitely lacking that true star uh, pass rusher. Uh, I'm not sure we'd be able to get that from another team just due to the fact that we have limited draft capital already. Maybe, you know, maybe we trade a, a Judy or, you know, a Simmons or whomever mm-hmm. and get some picks. Even then, I'd feel a little weary of trading for someone. I mean, if it's a late-round pick, maybe for some death like Ojolari, I'm not sure what he would go for, but not, an, another guy that wouldn't be necessarily a star on the line, but some some depth for sure. Yeah, Um yeah, it really, yeah, it really depends on um, what what the Giants are asking for him in, in, in a trade. I, I, I'm wanting the Broncos to to look at drafting an edge, mm-hmm. um, just, just like just like a quarterback. Go and get the guy or guys. Try to develop them, um, and of course, you know this this edge group is very young. And, you know, you kind of want to – it would be nice to have – I'm not saying it would be nice, wouldn't be nice to have a true veteran at edge, but it would just be very nice to have a room full of youth um, mm-hmm. and they can kind of grow together. Now, it does depend on, you know, if they even stay together, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. they – you know, there could be some moves there, um, you know, as it pertains to um, Browning and maybe a few other folks. But um, I would say a draft – an edge um to kind of keep keep the but yeah the, the edge the edge production guys we, we know it's it's not there and i think the broncos try to make the best they made <laughs> they tried to make the best out of their situation this past season when it came to the edge group um you saw flashes from baron browning johnson cooper and nick benito um but you didn't see that you know that consistent person just coming off the edge going get the quarterback so if you can get a person like that um, to be in this room, I, I think that'll that'll help. All righty. Let me just scout in the chat here. Second here, guys. Got Phil McLaughlin coming in. Thank you, Phil. Thank you, Phil. He says, good evening, Ron and Dylan. Take best available at 12. If it's a QB, which I don't think there is, then get a QB later. There will be some available, in my opinion. Hashtag Buckham, hashtag MHH for life, hashtag Go Broncos. Yeah, Phil. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm in agreement with you. You know, it's always for me. It's always best player available. Um, and if the best player available is Edge, you know, Edge is a need. Latu's there. Go grab him. You know, or Jared Verse, go grab him. Dallas Turner, go grab him. You know, depending on best player available, who you have, who the Broncos have high on their board, um, maybe in the offensive line as well to look at. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of BPA. Don't you know if you don't have to reach, don't. I know now with the quarterback situation, you know kind of in limbo it's well you know the broncos may have to look into reaching but you know i would say if they want to stay pat at 12 and get who's there get them if a if they think a great great player 
that they need or deem as BPA is there, go grab them. Um, but yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah, definitely. There's uh, there's a lot of great players in this draft, and I think uh, Denver has a lot of holes. And uh, going BPA is a good route to go, especially when you think you could be trading, like we were saying, a um, Justin Simmons. You could be trading Garrett Bowles even. And there's some there's some good offensive tackles in this draft. Or again, add to that edge room because you, you can never have enough pass rushers. We know that from that Super Bowl 50 defense, we just cycling them out, get consistent pass rush, high mutters, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, Vaughn wearing that's what yep. Vaughn and D wear bold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those, those were the good old days. <laughs> oh yeah. Gotta love them. <laughs> all righty. See who else. I'm sorry, guys. It's just me and Dylan here again tonight. No Scott with us. So just kind of scout the chat here. See who we got. We got oh, David Yonkin coming in with a 499 super chat. Thank you, David. You know, man, we appreciate you. He says, if we do not get a QB, and then which player first? Oh, okay. Sorry. Let me do that. If we do not get a QB, then which player do you want first? Okay. Wide receiver, tight end, O-line, or D-line? I'll let you take this one first, Dylan. <laughs> Ooh. Thanks again, David. We really appreciate the comment. Yes. Um. Oh, man. Because I, I really want an explosive playmaker. We're sitting at 12, trying to think who might be there. Uh, it'd break my heart, but I'm sure Brock won't be there. Um, I, like, you know, the neighbors will be gone. Obviously, Marvin Harrison gone. You could maybe look at a Keon Coleman or Brian Thomas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, but in the D-line, you could have some edges there. Dallas Turner, Latu, Jared Verse. Oh man, I I I'm a believer in that pass rush. I think we need to get that uh, D line bolstered for sure. That'd be my pick. Yeah, this is this one makes you think, David. Thank you for coming in again. Um, it really depends on who's there. Uh, I I think if I'm if I'm targeting, I guess one of these position groups, I would say. D-line edge, and then wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Because I think for tight end, you know, in that first round, after Brock Bowers, there's, you know, there's not, you may drop off after Brock Bowers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, And so, I, yeah, I would, I, you mentioned the names. You know, Brian Thompson, I would look at. Keon Coleman, I'm um, at, at wide receiver. Um, th- Those are, those are some great prospects. Um, And then, yep, D-lineman or edge. Um, Latu, I mentioned Jared Verse, Dallas Turner. I, I would definitely look at those, but it would be wide receiver and, and D line would be the the first two positions, David. I would I would prioritize mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to picking in that in that first round. Good question. Question. All righty, let's see who else we have here. We got meme coming in. Thank you. I'm too familiar with this name, but thank you for coming in. He says, say, me personally, all in going to number one for Caleb Williams. 
even if it takes trading Pat Sertan, Caleb's gonna be a phenom. Yeah, I <laughs> this this one I I've been thinking about this a lot, guys, and you know even having some conversations with folks as it pertains to Patrick Sertan, Caleb Williams, and obviously a lot of people are in the camp of they don't want to trade Patrick Sertan, Dylan, and. I I was too in that camp, and and it's it's weird because I'm I'm kind of like one foot in that camp, one foot in trading him. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so that that that's kind of where I you know it's it's kind of difficult for me to kind of really say how I feel. But I me, mean, I get your point here, where you know you you have the Broncos have to look at you know the quarterback of the future and these prospects, you know, the, the top three are great all in their own right, Dylan. And again, as I said in the previous pot, are we, are the Broncos going to win a Super Bowl or be in contention with just a Patrick Sertan? Again, that, that that's really the, the, the question you have to think about here. Now, obviously, you know, they'll be, adding more to the team overall to kind of boast up the offense and defense and building around Sertan, you know, obviously. But again, this is a quarterback-driven league. And what the Broncos have done at quarterback, it's just, it's, it's just been horrible. You know, it's, it's just not been good. And, you know, they need to draft a quarterback, preferably – you know, if they can get into that top three range, you know, to try to get someone, Drake May, Jane Daniels, um, to work, have Sean Payton work with him so that this person could potentially be the future of the franchise. You know, we see time and time again, yet again, Mahomes is in the Super Bowl. Kansas City doesn't have, I mean, their defense has been leading them a lot this year. Don't get me wrong. That defense of mm-hmm. Kansas City has been great this year. But do they have, a Patrick Sertan in the cornerback room on Kansas City? No. No. <laughs> they have they have number 15. <laughs> and number 15 gets the job done year in and year out. So have that in mind, meme. You're 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 not far based here where you know it may not be Caleb, but again, getting your guy, Drake May, or even Jaden Daniels, having that person come in to develop. Now, the first few years may not be great, you know, that quarterbacks have to go through his learning curves, obviously, but, you know, once he gets it together, you know, he can definitely be that franchise guy. Yeah. Um, so, when it comes to trading up for Caleb Williams or whoever they, they'd they want to select, totally get that. I really want us to have a bright young quarterback to groom for the future. And there's a lot of people, you know, even if it takes trading Patrick Sertan, well, it's Patrick Sertan and it's going to be first round picks, probably some second and thirds in there. Um, there was a report, I believe by, or not a report, but speculation from a uh, Bill Barnwell from ESPN mm. uh, saying uh, they can give up Sertan number 12, a second and a third next year. I 
I'd see the Bears hanging up on that. I don't think that's enough. Oh, yeah. That's not going to get I that. don't think that's enough to get up there. So <laughs> that, you might start the conversation there. Yeah. But it's, yeah, I, I, I totally understand. Because, yeah, like you said, with the Kansas City Chiefs, they have Mahomes, and they've looked different. They've had where their offense is dominating and they get to Super Bowls because of their offense and their defense is kind of abysmal, but they were, you know, bright in the spots. Now the offense is struggling. Receivers aren't really there. They have a fierce defense, but that one constant is the quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, again, that that's where, you know, in these conversations with, with fans, it's, you know, the, getting, again, getting that guy is, is key. Getting that quarterback is key. Um, and you have to have quarterback with, I wouldn't say all the tools, but, you know, a guy that can, you know, read the defenses, read the coverages, throw in the middle of the field, just kind of be that overall, um, solid quarterback. And again, it's, they're going to, they're going to have their, their bumps in the road, but that, that's, that's definitely, you know, something that the Broncos need to start, um, looking at when it comes into this draft. Let's see. Who else we have here? We got Keith. Keith Brugman coming in. Thank you, Keith. <laughs> Says, good to see my man, Ron White. Good to see you too, my man. Yes, yes. Thank you for coming in. He says, hey, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Keith? <laughs> All righty. Let's see who else we have in the chat. So I got a, got a Joe Milton here from Gary Fire. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's got a strong arm. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he definitely has a, a, a nice arm on him for sure. All righty. And then Keith, oh, Keith with the comment says, Pearl, give me Jaden Daniels from what I've reviewed so far. Yeah, Keith, I've been, this week I have been watching tape of all three um, of, 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 you know, the top quarterbacks and I will say Jaden Daniels. I mean, I know he was good, but watching him with some of those games, like that arm of his, I'm like, man, he, this dude can throw the ball. Like he can fling it. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice, nice deep passing ability. And he's, you know, coming into the league, he's a better passer than Lamar Dillon. That's the scare. He can run and he's a better passer than Lamar. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's 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 scary. Now I just don't know. Again, you know, with the Broncos, Keith, it's all going to be about fit. Um, and as great as Jaden Daniels is, you know, will he be a fit for Peyton's offense? That That's actually the, the, the most important question. I know he has some tools that, you know, Sean Pitt can probably make work for him to fit. And again, he's a great prospect. Um, but I would say the the one that fits is like, fits him like a glove is Drake May. And Drake May, I would say, when I've seen the tape of Drake May, he is an overall, I think he's more of a, he's the most complete quarterback in this draft, Dylan. Mm -hmm. Um, Like how he's, you know, just maneuvering the pocket. He steps in, he can slide to right or left, he can throw on the run, he can run it himself, and just how he attacks the middle of the field, and the deep ball is there. Um, now, I do see some tendencies where 
you know, when he's faced with pressure, he can get a little rattled. Mm. Um, and I think, you know, that can, you know, be fixed as, as time progresses. But, but from what I've seen, he's, he's definitely, I guess, the most complete. Obviously, Caleb Williams is Caleb Williams. You know, the, we, we, we have so many different reels and highlights of, of him escaping, you know, all kind of pressures surrounding him and the, and the deep passing ability. But I, I would say from a fit perspective, it would be Drake May. Um, but um, again, my favorite is it's Caleb Williams, but I can also see them going the, the Jay and Daniels drop because I think he has some tools there um, that, that, uh, that the, uh, Sean Payton can, can work with. Of course. Yeah. He's uh, improved a lot as a uh, throw at throwing the ball and God, he's, he's just fast, man. It's yeah. crazy what, and what, but, but what I do worry about is he's he seems a little slender. He's a little he's skinny. Yep. Mm-hmm. But everything else, yeah, I love about him yeah. is that he just flicks that ball down the field, man. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. 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 They, yeah. They, you're right. That 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 skinny. Yeah. I was just like, uh, that taking those hits, man. He's gonna have to, <laughs> mm-hmm. have to get his weight up a little bit there. Definitely. All righty. Let's see. And then we do have. Time, I guess, before we get into more of the chat here, um, another proposal um, came about. Um, I think this was through Ryan Gang of the Bleacher Report as well, um, talking about Justin Simmons. Um, so they proposed that the Detroit Lions acquire um, Justin Simmons. And his reasoning is that, you know, Justin Simmons fits that profile um, of the defender that the Detroit team is looking for. Um, Detroit um, needs to improve on the defensive side after ranking 13th in DVOA. And for those that's defense adjusted value uh, value over average um, this past season. And, you know, Simmons is north of 30. Um, and obviously with the Broncos not being you know, competitive these past few years, um, it can save them $14.5 million by moving on from him. Um, so I know Justin Simmons has been floated as a potential um, trade candidate. Um, and I can, I can definitely see that happening, Dylan. Um, you know, to definitely clear up some money there. Um, and, you know, but it's you still kind of have that safety void because Caden Stearns, we talk about injuries, mm-hmm. you know, hasn't really been there on the field, hasn't been available much. Um, then they're not open up a need, probably have to look at it in the draft. So um, I, I can definitely see that happening. Um, but I, I would, I would want um, the Broncos to look at restructuring Justin Simmons. I, I think, um, I think that'll be um, good for this team. Obviously, he's done a lot in Denver. Um, the team loves him as well. Um, so if they can restructure his deal, keep him around to play a few more years, um, I, I think that'll that'll serve the Broncos good. What do you, what do you think on, on that trade proposal? Yeah, uh, I would definitely hate to trade him away in the sense that I – I've loved him since he came out of the draft. I, I'm looking at his jersey just right over here <laughs> that I have. Um, so selfishly, 
I'd love to keep him, but in terms of clearing up some cap, yeah. he's he's older. Safety's not. I mean, it's nice to have. It's not a premium position like like a corner, you know, or an edge rusher on the defense. But he is a leader back there, and he will yeah. leave a void if he's gone. Because, like you said, Caden Stearns injury prone. Delarian Turner yelled, more of a special teams guy. We didn't get to see uh, Jail Skinner at all yeah. last season. And PJ Lockie is a free agent. So it's it's tough, but this team is going to be a little worse before it gets better, I think. Oh, yeah. So if you can create some cap space to bring in, like you, you move on from a Justin Simmons, maybe you could bring in uh, a cheaper safety and maybe another guy at edge for depth. You could maybe get a couple players for uh, how much money he's taking up. So uh, it, it would definitely be a blow, I think, to the uh, maybe morale even too. But uh, yeah, that's a captain back there. But if uh, we need to clear some cap, he's he's one of the ones you're looking at for sure. Yeah. Yes, most definitely. Go back to the chat. We got Riptide coming in with a $5 super. Thank you, sir. He says, it pains me to say it. We can win a Super Bowl with Russ if the defense is elite. Yeah, Riptide. I mean, that's how he won his his one and only (laughs) with the Seahawks. Um, You know, he had the Legion of Boom um, those seven years, those several years when they got to and win it against the Broncos. And then the following year when they got to and lost the Patriots, um, you know, that, that Legion of Boom was, was something special. Um, Cam Chancellor, Richard Sherman and um, Earl Thomas, right. It, it was, it was a thing to be had. So you're right. I, I think that's, that's kind of, you can make that conclusion now seeing what transpired in Seattle and how Russ has played when he's when he's played in Denver. Um, he's he needs everything around him to go right, meaning a good solid running game, um, a defense that can attack, um, you know, hold up in coverage and take the ball away. And you know, we saw the Denver Broncos had their period of taking the ball away, but. Again, we had that stretch, but it wasn't for the whole season, <laughs> right? And then, you know, the the sporadic running game for Denver. You know, the the, the Denver couldn't get anything on the ground game going for the for the most part this year. So, I think having said all that, Riptide, you're right. Everything has to go well, good running game and defense in order for. I guess Russ, it kind of elevates Russ, and then it can potentially put the Broncos in playoff contention. I would even say be a Super Bowl contender or win a Super Bowl, but I think, you know, it'll put them in that prime playoff position. Yeah, it's uh, Marshawn Lynch and that Legion of Boom. That I don't want to say carried him to, to a Super Bowl, <laughs> but, like, it's pretty nice to have both of those for sure. Um and then, the, yeah, you, you can win with Russ. You can get to the playoffs with Russ. But it's going to be a lot harder because where is Russ going to be when this defense is elite? Because it's going to take a couple years. 
it's not going to happen overnight. And then what's, what's he look like in a couple of years? Will it be 30, 37, 38, somewhere around there? Like I, it's just, uh, yeah, I just don't see it happening in Denver, but yeah, back, back with the Seahawks. Uh, that's a good combination, especially that run game with Marshawn. That guy's a beast. Yeah. Yeah, man, that, that was, that was a squad. Um, you know, <laughs> um, you know that it, you know Broncos picked that day to to get embarrassed, but that was as of the past. One of the worst <laughs> days of my. I had the flu watching that game too. I was dying on my couch and watching my team get just absolutely scraped. Yeah, just, it, was, it was embarrassing because I was. I, I remember that day as well because I was um, at a buddy's house, um, and it was like a lot of us there, and I'm like. My team's gonna win, you know. I had the gear on and everything. I'm like, we're... yeah. And then I had to sit back and just put my hand over my face. I'm like, oh, gosh. Uh, oh don't look at me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yes. Yeah. All right. Let's see who else. Oh, there's this one comment I want to grab sure. here because uh, mm-hmm. Keith is trying to hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> is it Keith Brugman coming in? He says, "Is it just me, or does Dylan have a little bit of a Paxton Lynch look going?" Oh. Man, yeah, my hair, it's a little long right now. I think Paxton, he didn't have, like, the full beard. Maybe if I covered up and just had the goatee. But, uh, yeah, that that uh, that's the confidence boost I needed today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe just the look here. Not not the play, yeah. you know, the, the no play, play, yeah. But, yeah, know. the look, okay, okay. <laughs> I probably read more of a playbook than he did, so. Yeah, well, definitely. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. All righty. Comment. Thank you, Keith, for coming in. Um, I think I saw another comment from Keith with some stars. Sorry if we missed you earlier, Keith. I'm trying to find the. Oh, here it is. I see it. Yep. All right. Thank you. Drop stars earlier on this. If you give Sean Payton the power to move on from Russ, don't you give him the power to do whatever is needed to get his QB? How long do we have Payton? Yeah. You're right on, Keith. It's, you know, they gave the reins to Sean Payton when they hired him. So it's his team. And, you know, you you gave him the power to do whatever you want to this roster. That includes going up to get his guy if necessary. If, If he thinks Caleb Williams is his guy, he has the power to go up and get him whatever it may take. So, you know, I, I know, you know, I, I know a lot of, you know, folks are just not on the, you know, well, Sean Payton shouldn't do this and didn't do that. But, you know, it, again, it's his team. And again, they're great players on this team, but it all goes back to that one position that is of importance. And you have, one of the most brilliant offensive minds at the helm. He he has the power to make a decision on who he wants his quarterback of the future to be. So, yeah, um, I, I agree 100%. Valid question. Um, he has the power to do it. And if he see one of those top three prospects as his guy, he can go up and get him. Yeah, and it just seems that I hit – it's reported that he has a pretty good relationship with uh, George Payton, but I think we know at the end of the day who's calling the shots, even when it comes to the draft. 
And uh, yeah, like you said, Ron, if he uh, if he wants to move up, get his guy, go get him. Because if you don't have that quarterback, uh, you're not making the playoffs consistently. Because there's teams that make it in who don't have like a top five, top eight guy. They make it to the playoffs, but do they get back? Yeah, not not really. Yeah. So they need uh need some consistency there. Yep. Definitely, definitely. Thank you, Keith. A, a great question. Great question that you have there. And then the final, I want to get to the last proposal um, that Bleacher Report has um, floated out there. Um, um, The Bleacher Proposal also reported uh, the proposed trade of receiving Josh Sweat from the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, And of course, Josh Sweat um, is the pass rusher for the Eagles. Now, listen to this one, guys. <laughs> uh, the, hypo- the hypothetical trade scenario for this is that the Broncos would get Josh Sweat a 2024 first-round pick, um, which is, I think, their number two, yeah, their number 22 overall pick. Um, the 2024 fifth-round pick, which is the number 143rd pick via the Jets. And then the Eagles would get Patrick Sertan. (laughs) What are your thoughts on that one, Dylan? (laughs) I'm hanging up. (laughs) I, you know, Josh sweats a a decent pass rusher and yeah, you can get a first round pick, but I have a sure thing in Patrick Sertan. I have a true cornerstone player and while sweat would be nice and you want to add to that edge room, I I think you could probably draft a guy, a younger guy, the one you want specifically for the system, and still have Sertan. Maybe you take a guy at 12, a Latu, a Dallas Turner, or Jared Verse, what what have you. Um, but yeah, I just that's that one. I don't know if I could uh, pull the trigger on that one. Yeah. So. Yeah, Sweat is in the final year of his three-year, $40 million contract. He did have 6.5 sacks last season. Um, And then in the 2021 season, I think he was a pro bowler, then he had 7.5. So the the production is there. You know, during their Super Bowl run, um, you know, that, that pass rush was getting after everyone. And, you know, he did help contribute to that. So, you know, the player, I'm not questioning at all. I think he can, you know, come in, definitely help uh, the edge room as it pertains to the Broncos. But yeah, what the Broncos will have to give up, I'm hanging up the phone. There, <laughs> they that that no, we we just can't. The the players for me again, Josh Sweat is great, but it's Sertan here, Sweat, you know, here, definitely. and like you said earlier, you know. We know what we're getting from a Patrick Sertan. Um, again, one, on one side of the field, he locks up that receiver. We don't have to worry about it. Uh, so, all right, let's see who else we have in the chat. Um, give me a minute here, guys. I want to get Quentin W. Carson. Thank you, Quentin, for coming in. He says, good evening, fellas. Good evening to you as well, sir. 
What is the cost of getting a Caleb Williams or Drake? Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be costly. It's, it's going to be costly, Quentin. We're talking, you know, like I said, Patrick Sertan's name is floated in there, talking about giving him up. We're talking a few future first-round picks, probably two or three to move up from 12 to one or two. Um, so Patrick Sertan, I would say the minimum, Dylan, is Sertan and two or three first future first round picks to to kind of think hard about that trade. Um, maybe even throw in another player in there, although I don't know how much value that would be. You know, like Jerry Judy Simmons, it's not going to be too much value there, but mm-hmm. Sertan is in that conversation and multiple future first round picks. Yeah, uh, I think... Personally, you'd have to get up to one because I think of those three teams, if one of them does have a quarterback, it's the Bears and Justin Fields. Those are, that's the only one I think would feel comfortable moving off if they could get a couple pieces in return and some picks to put around him. So like you add uh, a Patrick Sertan to that defense and then you get to keep Justin Fields a quarterback, whether he's – uh, their long-term future or not, and maybe they f- would feel comfortable skipping, especially you get a first-round pick. Maybe you trade up next year and get the guy that you want at quarterback if Fields doesn't work out. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a lot. <laughs> I think I think uh, Sertan and a couple firsts, uh, again, that's kind of like that's maybe baseline. Yeah. Yeah, def- again, definitely a conversation starter with – Mm-hmm. You know, Sertan and I think at minimum two future firsts. I mean, and that's just to, to start it. But yeah, Quinn, it's it's gonna be it's it's gonna be costly. Um and but again, you know, yeah, definitely for those two. Because I, I think Dylan, I think that it's gonna be those two get yeah, going one and two. Mm-hmm. Um I think if any quarterback were to slip a bit, it would be Jaden Daniels. Although I do have Jaden Daniels going on to being the third overall pick, but um, he could slide depending on what New England does there. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he slides to that sixth, seventh, you know, pick, then, you know, the cost to move up for Denver isn't as expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, Quentin, there are a lot of different scenarios there to play out depending on Again, you know, who the Broncos are targeting, um, you know, who's high on their board, and if if they're within a reasonable range to, to grab them. You know, if, again, if Drake may decide. I'm not sorry, if Jane Daniels uh, falls. Mm. All righty. <clears throat> All right, so looking here at the chat. Let's just see here, see if we have any other questions. Oh, Riptide coming back in. $5 super chat. Thank you, Riptide. We appreciate you. He says, you can't sell the farm for the number one pick. Jamarcus Russell, Ryan Leaf, (laughs) Haley Smith, Johnny Manziel, RG3. List goes on. Best available or trade down. Yeah, that's a valid point as well, Riptide. You know, know, the the past has um, provided not you know, those first round overall picks haven't been good or haven't lived up to expectations. So, you know, we've seen that happen in the past. However, I don't think that should 
stop the Broncos from considering to to move up within range. And again, here, Riptide, it may not be the number one overall pick. You know, I know that's been floated around. You know, again, we the Broncos can move up two, two or three um, to target their guy. Um, and but again, it, it goes back to you have to have that QB in place. You 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 have to. It's it's you you have to have the the quarterback to even make things work. And I'd rather, you know, if it's not too 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 much or anything crazy, and if the range is reasonable, see if I can get up to get the guy, um, as opposed to, again, we're only talking quarterback. Get up to get my quarterback as opposed to staying put and or trading down. Now, again, the the Bo Nicks, if the Broncos think that Bo Nicks can come in and, you know, do right by their offense, so be it. You know, they can, again, they can stay there or they can trade down to get Bo Nicks. They don't have to move up. So, again, that's where, you know, scouting comes into play of looking at who they're targeting, looking at if this guy can fit their offense and their scheme and then taking it from there. But yeah, I I, I do see your point here that, you know, past um, number one overall picks haven't worked. Um, but again, that shouldn't stop the Broncos from going up to get their guy if they are sure that that is their guy for the future. Yeah. Thank you, Riptide, for the, uh, the comment. Um, it's yeah, it's tough because you want to weigh, you know, draft picks, you weigh potentially some players um, to move up and get that guy at quarterback. I think it would sting in the moment. So let's say they do trade up to number one. I think in the moment it might sting when they show how much they give up. You know, before the picks made, you see, you'll probably see a laundry list of just <laughs> picks and you know a player here or there. But if someone's going to move up for a quarterback that they believe in, I I don't see anyone better than Sean Payton right now. Yeah. I mean, if, if he's going to be the one trading up for it, I'm going to feel a lot more secure with that. Now you're going to have to have some workarounds. You're not going to have as many draft picks. You can't really build the depth around this team, and obviously there's a lot of holes. But if that's what ends up happening, they do go up to one, I – can't hate on it too much yeah and again i know you know i know he's obviously not proved if they were to move up number one to get caleb williams obviously i know he's not proven in the nfl but from what you see on tape you know you 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 can't pass that up you you just can't Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i look at it as you know kansas city is you know, you have to go up against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid twice a year. And the Broncos have to have a quarterback or someone with potential to do so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and right. Caleb Williams has potential to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if if you put him in Denver, you know, it's going toe-to-toe with, with the best. Point for point. Score for score. Mm-hmm. And 
to your point, yeah, Dylan, you, you can't fault Sean Payton for, for doing that if, if he wants to go up and get his guy. You know, he's you know, he's raved about Caleb Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna bring so, that up, yeah. Yeah, so he's he's very much um in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes, if you will, because he he was in awe. He he says that he thinks this can be the best number one overall pick that essentially <laughs> you know that has been taken. You know, yeah. and, and and it's you know again that the tape doesn't lie. It, it is it's it's good. Again, I, I know that's a lot to live up to with all the number one overall picks, but you know you, you can't. The tape doesn't lie, and he could definitely well be that all said and done. Yeah, and he he's clearly like you said, he's shown support for Caleb. Like when we were doing terrible at the beginning of the season, that one of five start, and we were picking top three. Everyone was looking up the clip where you have Sean Payton in the offseason talking about, you know, they might have to tra- change to a, a draft lottery because a lot of teams yeah. are going to be tanking for this guy. Tank it for him. Yeah. So, yeah, if, you know, if he loves him, he'll go up and get him. Not saying if it'll happen either way. I, I lean towards not, but anything can happen. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. All right, guys. Well, I'm just looking through. I don't see any other questions. So we are going to wrap it up for tonight. Um, it has been a pleasure talking to all of you as it pertains to your favorite team and all of the trade proposals and draft prospects. Um, and again, thank you for tuning in and contributing to the conversation. If you don't do anything else, everyone, make sure you um, – Hit that like button and subscribe um, to the Mile High Huddle channel and share across all the platforms. It really does help us in the long run. And also, make sure you follow us on X at Ron White NFL and at Dylan Von Arks MHH. Dylan, any parting words for the community? Yeah, thanks everyone for showing up tonight in the chat. Uh, this this is like the quickest hour every every okay. time. Every, even even every the week. first one, you know, is it's great though. That that means we're having good conversation. We're keeping things rolling. So uh, yeah, thanks yes. everyone. Yes, it always goes by quickly. And thanks to you guys. You guys keep um, the conversation um, going on. So thanks again, everyone. Take care and have a great night. And go Broncos. Go Broncos. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.